Aloha. I'm Emily T. Gale. This is the Emily T. Gale Talk Story Show, and I'm delighted to have on the other end of the line Jack Berry from Detroit. I'm in Hawaii, but we've been longtime friends, probably going on 50 years maybe. Aloha, Jack. Uh, terrific. And uh, how long have we been friends? Well, I'll tell you. I had a uh, lunch the other day with a guy who has uh, written a book uh on uh, Colt and Alice and uh, the golf course architects who did Country Club of Detroit, Bloomfield Hills, and Orchard Lake. But he was talking, and he says, you know, I played with Emily Gale back in junior golf. And it was a time uh, they told me that I was going to be playing with a girl, and I thought, oh, no. He says, well, what happened was I hit a drive. I was down the fairway. And then she drove it 205 yards. <laughs> she airmailed me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That had to be in the 1960s. She shot 75, and I shot 84. <laughs> oh, who was well, that? Was that? You? Tony Goals. Oh, she I love hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that a that fun place, story. It was, uh, was that Lake Point. Well, about that time, you were a sports writer. In yep. Detroit, and yep. and you continued that till you know, you're continuing it to this day. You're still very prolific with your writing and TV. But let's give a little background to our listeners because I love sharing the history of people that have you know followed. I mean, you've covered 15 majors. You had a lifetime achievement award. You had your own parking space down at the Masters. You were president of the the Golf Writers Association of, of America. In fact, I just had an email from Melanie Hauser, who's the secretary, and I told her how you always talk or you mentioned that she was a real pioneer in, in the world of women entering golf journalism. Right. So yep. there's a lot of stories there, some of your background and then leading into those early days for all kinds of things. Well, uh, I'm fortunate uh, that I got into, uh, well, First of all, I was a great uh, baseball fan because my father worked for the Tigers. Uh, that helped, too. But from the time in the 1930s, Hank Greenberg was the Tigers slugger, and he was my hero still, as far as I'm concerned, number one. And then Gordie Howe was number two of my all-time sports heroes. And and uh, I uh, managed to uh, wind up at United Press when I got out of college. After the Army and, I, and after uh, Michigan State, I started working for United Press, and I was uh, the only sports writer for the state. And at the time, we had the Tigers, Lions, Red Wings, and the Pistons came to town in my, during my three years at uh, at United Press. And so that was a great uh, a great start, and I wound Matter of fact, I covered the Lions' last championship. That was 1957, oh. uh, and they aren't getting any better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been, you know, I've been fortunate. I've, I've uh, managed to cover a whole lot of uh, great events. Uh, the United States Olympic hockey team won at Lake Placid in 19, 1980. I did the uh, Secretariat's Triple Crown. Did uh, 43 Masters tournaments, including uh, Jack's uh, last one in 1986, and uh, got to go to uh, you know the Ryder Cup over in 
in Britain and Ireland, and uh, it's been it's been a wonderful time. Of course, I I am 87 now. So. <laughs> well, you were referring to uh, Tony talking about playing junior golf with me, and that was in the 60s. And you wrote one of the first stories, I think, or early stories about me with my golf. I played a lot of junior golf and women's golf. In fact, the other day I pulled out of my little jewelry case a very tarnished medalist honors from 1970, I don't know, uh, in the 70s. I polished it the other day. I'm going to weave it into some kind of story. But, And I think the story is how important junior golf is in the lives of people and what a difference it has made with people. I was up at a and you had a whole lot to do that in the Detroit area. You were real involved in, in helping create the the junior golf program, which was very new back in the 60s and 70s in many ways. Right at the, at the free press, right, junior golf. But we had uh, uh, Joyce Kazmierski was uh, went on the LPGA tour and was, uh, and we had uh, Bonnie uh, Lauer. Bonnie Lauer. Yeah. And a couple other girls, but but like when you were. Uh, back then, you didn't have Title IX, did you? No, so we didn't have organized sports. I was fortunate in that Ron Andrews, who was the football coach and golf coach at Trenton High School, and then Fred Appleyard at my high school in Grosse they they let me play, practice with the boys. And but no, no, nobody really. But I had a lot of wonderful mentors like Glenn Johnson, who was a six-time, right. you know, state amateur champion, and you know, really renowned for his support of junior golf and. People like yourself that would write nice stories, and that always got get, inspired us. And you know, I quit for many years after I tried for the LPGA because I discovered running and realized it was a lot less expensive and all yeah. kinds of things. <laughs> and uh, when I got to Hawaii and got involved with uh, the Senior Skins and Arnold Palmer and his partner Ed Say and Manalani Resort and kind of what I knew about golf and sports, I was able to integrate so beautifully here and get into broadcasting and kind of created my own path. But in many ways, Jack, you've helped me inspire, you know, you've inspired me. I mean, you used to support, you used to run in our runs. I found yep. a picture of today of when you were over here. Um, I don't know what that was right. in the 90s, but you looked me up. You were hiking here. We've had similar interests in terms of, you know, being outdoors people and, I, you know, it's a time to really thank you and also somebody else, Art McCafferty. Yes. You guys sent me a picture the other day, the two of you together, but they go back 40 years. I mean, Art Art with Michigan Runner put our, our run, the Emily Detroit runs on the map, the support he gave me and the support you gave. So this is kind of my, my week with the Mitsubishi Electric Championship being over here on the Big Island of Hawaii, the last event of the Aloha Swing. You and I usually talk this time of year because you're watching the weather and watching the tournament. So let's kind of segue into that, you know, your whole sense about the what's going on in Hawaii and what's going on with the PGA Tour and the Champions Tour. Well, it looks like uh, you've got a couple of, uh, of real veterans for the uh, tournament this week. You've got uh, Hale Irwin is returning. Hale is 73, and uh, Bernard Langer is 61, and... Uh, Irwin what won 45 times on the uh, on the Champions Tour and and uh, Langer is uh, after him. He's been uh, what's he got? He's got 38. I'm not sure of whether he'll be able to uh, pass Irwin or not. But uh, I guess it's you know kind of nice for uh, Hale Irwin to get back out there. He he won. Absolutely. He won about the first one out. Uh, uh, well, the first year of this the, the first year of this tournament 
getting right. some funny feed, feedback. The first year of this tournament, there were only 17 players because they have the players who won a tournament in the prior year. But Hale won so many tournaments that year that there weren't as many eligible players as they would have liked. But I saw I saw Hale yesterday. You know, he's nobody's represented Hawaii longer than Hale in in some way or another. But but a wonderful uh, representative he has been for the game. And, and interesting, he was a, he was a good football player one time too, college right. player, right? Colorado, right. But I, uh, when he was on tour, he had uh, his logo was uh, from uh, uh, Kapalua. Absolutely. So, like, fact, it... Butterfly or whatever. And uh, uh-huh. that was uh, his, he wore that for a long time. So uh, obviously he had a good connection with, uh, with the folks up on, up on Maui. And that would be Mark Rothine and everybody, the plantation. I just saw Tosh Rohr yesterday who was going to be behind all that in the early days. Mark Rothine, the NBC Golf Channel commentator, of course, started at Kapalua. He was on the Asia Tour, ended up working at Kapalua, and just had a, 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 a mind and an imagination for helping them create a lot of their residential and the golf tournaments and designing the golf courses. And, and uh, yeah, Hale represented them for many, many years. In fact, there's a couple of ladies, Japanese ladies, that come over from Oahu during the Mitsubishi Electric Championship going on this week, January 17th through 19th at the uh, Hualai Resort, Four Seasons Resort Hualai, the busiest four seasons in their whole chain for the 23rd year. And they come and they have a visor. I was looking at a video that I took last year of Hale with these ladies. Every year they come over and they have him sign again. And so it's loaded with 33 years of his signatures for different events. And they bring him a beautiful lay and they give one to his wife, Sally. So a lot of, a lot of tradition there, as there is with this uh, Mitsubishi Electric Championship. What, what have you felt about the uh, broadcast on Golf Channel? Of course, this is called the Aloha Swing. Showcases Hawaii and the, gets the PGA Tour and the PGA Champions Tour. Well, I I love the Hawaiian swing. <laughs> that, that is, uh, you know, when we're getting into the uh, strong winter, to be able to turn it on and and uh, see the whales uh, jumping out there and it's uh, gorgeous. I love it. Well, I've been been fortunate. I've been to I've been to the Big Island with you. And then to Oahu, of course, and Maui, and and uh, and the top one, uh, Kauai. So I've said uh, over my over my years, I've enjoyed uh, Hawaiian golf and everything about Hawaii. Well, you'll get a kick out of this. Yesterday, I told Mark Rolfing, who's NBC, and and of course, you over the years, you and Mark, I'm sure, paths have crossed more than a few times. And uh, I told Mark that I was going to be talking to you today, and I said, you know, about this time, like last week at the the Century of Kapalua tournament, and the guys had blazers on on the one day. Yeah. Right? Right? Okay. Instead of Aloha. Instead of Aloha shirts. And uh, and then how they wore their lays, and Mark said, boy, you're really observant. And I said, not just me, Jack Berry, too. He always sends me a text. Get those guys out of sport coats and put them yeah, in a right. little shirt. <laughs> right. He, he laughed. He, he almost felt like he had an ally, <laughs> knowing that we see, noticed that. <laughs> so I thought you, you would get a kick out of that. So yep. talk a little bit about what you and Art McCafferty, you got it with uh, Michigan Golfer. You obviously, I mean, I got... 
uh, Art came and did a piece out of Detroit Foundation Hotel with me, a look back at the Emily Detroit runs, and he had a chance to meet Bob Lambert, the general manager there with the PGA uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic coming to Detroit. I mean, this is all really, really good news for everybody in many ways. And the Alley Challenge out at World Kill, where it was Well, just, uh, just uh, coming up Saturday is the start of the last, uh, wintertime North American International Auto Show at Kobo. Next right, year, I'm following that very closely. Next year, right. be outdoors in downtown Detroit, and, and uh, you're all wondering how it's going to happen, but at, at, you've been here to see what's happening in downtown Detroit. It's I mean, awesome. Uh, you know, I remember from the days of the old Hudson store and Kearns and, and the other things, even streetcars, in downtown Detroit, now it is the tall buildings, the parks, the recreation, yeah. we've got a, a river walk now finally, so that uh, uh, it always seemed like the best view of Detroit was from Windsor, looking across the river <laughs> into Detroit. Well, now uh, now people can run and walk and, and uh, go along the river on the Detroit side and have a wonderful view and, and enjoy it. Great things are happening in downtown Detroit. Well, in the whole city, really. The city is so I think great it seems to me like, like where you were headed was talking about the auto show. It's, next year is going to be in June, and that will be able to piggyback the Rocket Mortgage Classic that will be out at the P, at Detroit Golf Club, the PGA event. So just that, to see golf, golf return to Michigan because the auto companies were so supportive at one time. And, well, uh, they, were, they did. The, uh, well, it really the uh, – the Motor City Open that started after the war uh, and ran for 11, 11, 12 years. Why, basically, those guys were car dealers that put it, that put it together. And then in 1958, Buick comes along and doubles the uh, doubles the purse. Purses that uh, the Motor City Open were like twenty five thousand dollars, and uh, when Buick comes in, they fifty two thousand dollars, which is the biggest purse on the PGA Tour at that time and and uh, caused everybody, all the other uh, tournaments that were down in the 25,000 range uh, like the Buick or like uh, like Motor City, they had to raise their prices too. So and then the Buick, you know, went on for 50 years until uh, Buick, uh, General Motors got trouble and, uh, and uh, went for bankruptcy and they've recovered and coming back, and now they've got the tournament right back at Warwick Hills, and, and those guys enjoyed it uh, last year, the first what, first return, because they all played the Buick Open there. Yeah, I saw about half a dozen of them yesterday uh, playing an event up in the Nay. I played with, as I mentioned, I think I, that I played with David Toms. I saw Olin Brown, all of them, you know, because I asked them how did they like it. I was in touch with a few of them back in September, and, and that's what I love about it. And then and then in June, the Rocket Mortgage Classic bringing the PGA Tour. That's huge. I mean, I, right. as ever, there hasn't been a PGA tournament in Detroit ever before. Well, uh, not inside the city limits. This is right, the first uh, right. uh, PGA right. Tour tournament played inside the city limits at, at Detroit Golf Club, which is just inside the city limits. <laughs> but uh, right. Detroit Golf Club, they made a lot of changes that to kind of lengthen some of the some of the holes and put a lot of money into it. And uh, of course, that's uh, 
uh, Dan Gilbert is the guy behind Rocket Mortgage, and he's uh, he's the guy that's been the trigger in, in a lot of the downtown development too. Uh, right, and I think it should be remembered also, that he was he was the sponsor of Tiger's tournament, and when he said he wasn't going to do it unless Tiger moved to Detroit, and Tiger said no, and he said, okay, I'm not going to sponsor it, but he got this slot in Detroit. That, I right. think that's commendable. Yep. So, uh, so Jack, um, okay, Mitsubishi Electric Championship will be on Golf uh, uh, Channel over the next few days. Uh, it's really fun to, you know, just uh, some of your friends that are still – yeah, they're still around the game quite a bit, and and that's like you said, Bernhard Langer and Hale Irwin. And it's always nice to let them know that I chatted with you, and because uh, boy, you you did fifty majors. That's a that's a lot of history that you have with a lot of well, players. Well, I, I, I did at least more than a hundred majors. I did heck, I did forty three mats, forty three Masters tournaments. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and what, what a what a treat to go there uh, every year. I mean, nobody does it better. The the absolute best run sports event, not just golf, but the best run sports event. I think uh, certainly that I've ever seen, and I've seen the Olympics, and and I've seen the National Hockey, you know, the Stanley Cup, and the World Series, and the Super Bowl, and all the rest of them. And nobody does it better than the Augusta National. Well, I always love about a month before leading the Masters when you and I have a conversation and we really dig into the background about how when you were there when you were using typewriters, you know, how it's all changed. So yeah. we'll, do, we'll do that in February and March. We'll lead into the into the uh, Augusta and get into that history. I love it so much. I, I listen to your old shows, you know, just to get a feeling of where I want to go, but also just so that I have stories to share too. You know, when I'm talking to other people that, like right. the young lady that's doing the press room here at the Mitsubishi, it's her first year because people that you know, like Phil Stanbaugh and others that were with oh, yeah. for many, they've all retired right. now, right? So it's that's, a whole new group, even the photographers. So some of the same, but not the ones that even the rules people for the PGA, people that you knew, and they've and I can know some of them too. And um, like Joe Terry is one. And, and, he, and when I was talking about Detroit last year, he said, oh, one of my best friends is from Detroit. And I said, who's that? He said, Al Kaline. <laughs> yeah. I, play, I play golf with him down in when I'm, you know, down in Florida. So Joe Terry's been on the rules with the PGA for a long time. So I took a picture of he and I with the same nice things about Detroit sticker, and I showed it to Al Kaline this this year when I saw Al at the Detroit homecoming. So I love weaving all these things in. But you know what? You're a thread throughout many of those stories because you've been in so many people's lives and been around it. It's great fun to tell. I really have. I'm just really grateful to be in touch and. Uh, so we'll reconnect in a, few, in a few weeks or next month and start talking about the Masters. Right. And, and rehash the Mitsubishi Electric Championship. And Mark Rolfing says to say hello. And, of course, your good friend Scott Head, who is running Waikoloa Beach Resort. What a good job he's doing. What a big job he's got. And uh, he's doing a real nice job with it. So thanks so much, Jack Berry, longtime friend but longtime sports writer for how many years and still going? Uh well, a bunch. <laughs> yeah, okay. from, from from 1956 uh, and still counting. Yeah, and you and Art, man, you're on a fast track now, getting prepped, you know, yeah. for the yeah. everything. You, I saw well, the last we're issue. Well, uh, we're doing the uh, working up a piece now for uh, another of the great ones who passed away uh, in December, uh, Don Thomas, who was uh, in for, at Boyne and when Boyne got oh, going. Oh, sure. 
Absolutely. As big as you have been, have been in running, uh, Don Thomas was in, uh, was in skiing. Yeah. Sure, I followed that because of Boyne Mountain and Everett Kircher, you know. I mean, it's a, all of that is, you know, we're, we're particularly in those days, we all kind of knew a lot about all of it, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything's so big now. But, uh, yeah, you two have been fantastic with your your taking a look back. Even our, the time he and and Ginny um, and, and uh, they, yeah. they took when they came down to Detroit Foundation Hotel and put – a piece together, they divided up the five parts. I've only used one of them so far. I'm going to start putting the others out. But past the dedication and the commitment and the time and, and generous spirit that you guys have, you've sure supported me for a long time, going over 40 <laughs> years now. So so I sure appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you you are more than, more than welcome. Okay. And always, I'll tell Melanie how always enjoyed Emily saying nice things about Detroit. And, and continuing to, for sure. Right. <laughs> the Emily T. Gale Talk Story Show with Jack Berry. Hey, Jackson, Detroit, my hometown. I'm in Hawaii, my other hometown. I love being able to have my foot in both places, and I know Jack would like to have his foot over here a little more often, but it's always been great when he's been here and we've had a chance to, to meet up and say hello. So aloha to all our listeners, and thanks again, Jack. Take care. Aloha. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.